Hello and welcome. You are listening to Patrick Boyle on Finance, a podcast exploring ideas from quantitative finance, examining events occurring in markets right now and financial history to see what lessons can be taken away, including interviews with some of the most interesting people in the world of finance. To learn more about the podcast, visit onfinance.org. Welcome back, everyone. So last week, I'm sure many of you saw the news that there was a new cryptocurrency, because that's what the world desperately needs, uh, based on the hit Korean Netflix show Squid Game. It made all of the big news outlets, BBC, Yahoo, Business Insider, Fortune and CNBC. The Squid Game cryptocurrency soared by 83,000% in a few days, which is considered good, especially because it was not dog-themed or tweeted about by Elon Musk. CNBC reported that the Squid token was launched as the exclusive coin of the Squid Game project, a crypto play-to-earn platform. The online tournament, which launches in November, which is now, uh, mimics the six rounds of games featured in its namesake TV show. But unlike its Netflix counterpart, the creator said, we do not provide deadly consequences, which is a, a bit boring, but okay. Additionally, they went on to say, unlike the Netflix series, which capped the grand prize at 38.5 million, the virtual simulation of Squid Game would not limit the maximum prize or the number of participants. Once again, how can this go wrong? So that's great, a token that relates to a game that has yet to be launched, that's based on a popular streaming show which it's unaffiliated with. Of course it went up 83,000% in a few days. It's a bit like in the late 90s, where the worst dot-com companies to own were the ones that were profitable, as when a company had profits, you could value it using traditional metrics. Obviously, the best game-based cryptocurrency would be the one where no game yet exists, as the game might not be good. Of course, a crypto-based video game that's being rushed out in a few weeks is definitely going to be amazing. I can't imagine it takes more time than that to design and code up a video game, right? The CNBC article goes on to say that gameplay doesn't come cheap. If you want to take part in the final game, you'll have to pay $33,450 and purchase an NFT. Sure, that does sound expensive, but I just googled it and there's $20,580 in a game of Monopoly. And Monopoly's been around for over 100 years, so if you inflation adjusted, $20,850 and played Monopoly with real money, it would be more expensive. So in many ways, this is a bargain. On top of that, Monopoly is boring, and this game, which hasn't yet been designed, is great. Anyhow, there were a few red flags in the news articles from last week. The BBC article said that Squid has been criticised for not allowing investors to sell their tokens. Once again, not a big deal. They probably just hired some of their coders across from Robinhood or Webull, and that means that there's a good chance that there'll be confetti in the game, and young people love confetti. Virtual confetti, obviously. You don't want to have to clean up actual confetti. 
The article says that one trader told the BBC on Twitter that he has $7,500 tied up in the currency and he's hoping that this will be released in 48 hours. I don't know why the BBC called this person a trader. They're obviously a gamer. Does no one pay attention? It's a game BBC. Not everyone's in this for the money. What else have we got? Well, there's a Gizmodo article which says other red flags include the fact that Squid's Telegram channel, set up by the unknown scammers, didn't allow comments from outsiders, and the Twitter account made it impossible for anyone to reply to posts. I'm going to have to say here that the fact that these accounts didn't allow replies is way less of a red flag than the fact that according to the article I just read, they were set up by unknown scammers. Now, I don't like to stereotype people, but if there's one group that I will not put my trust in, it's unknown scammers. So back to the BBC article. It says that play-to-earn games have grown increasingly popular during the pandemic, and that the metaverse is expected to help this sector develop even further. Now, I watched an entire video this weekend. Well, I, I watched about a quarter of it. Uh, but in it, Mark Zuckerberg was explaining the metaverse. And my main takeaway from that video is that you wouldn't want to sit next to Mark Zuckerberg at a party. If you're ever at a wedding and Zuck is there, my advice is to sneak into the banquet hall early and move the place cards around to make sure that you're not at that table. Anyhow, if you haven't guessed it, this whole squid token thing is probably not targeted at me. It's possibly not targeted at you either if you're watching my channel. So who is it targeted at? I don't know, but whoever it was targeted at also did get hit. I'm sorry to report that the squid cryptocurrency, which peaked at a price of $2,861, has since fallen to zero, which doesn't sound good. But let's be positive about this. It's only fallen 100% while it went up 83,000%, which is a much bigger number than 100%. So that bit is good. Now, the news this morning is describing it as a rug pull, where the creators of the crypto quickly cash out their coins for real money, draining the liquidity pool from the exchange. Now, I feel that that sentence is offensive in many ways to any squid token investors with diamond hands, as to say that the creators moved into real money is just FUD. It's 2021. Everything is real money. I'm going to guess that they simply moved from squid into flocky Inu or some other currency like that. Also, I'm sure that the game will come out soon and it will be amazing. Talk to you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Thank you to everyone who is supporting this content on Patreon. If you enjoyed this content, you can find more like it on YouTube, on the Patrick Boyle on Finance channel, or follow us on Twitter at Patrick E. Boyle. Thanks for listening. Bye.